Hey folks, make sure to stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us at Get Wrecked Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear us review on the show, you can contact us directly via email. Or, I don't know, maybe you just want to send us some feet pics. You creep, I don't know what you're into. I don't care. We'll review those too. What do you think of that, huh? In any case, all your requests, feedback, and general criticism of the straight white patriarchy can be sent to getrectpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. So, I had a student ask me if I knew a substitute, like two days ago. Okay. And they're like, hey, do you know Mr. Snuts? Mr. Henderson? And I'm like, no, I don't. Who Who is that? And they're like, oh, there's a substitute. I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah, his, um, his first name's David. I'm like, what? I'm like, okay. Where is this going? <laughs> you don't see where it's going <laughs> I legitimately, <laughs> legitimately did not. Because cause she's just like, she's just, she's just like, yeah, you know, Mr. Snuts, Mr. D. Snuts. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> That's pretty funny, though. I'm going to use, I'm gonna use yeah. that. I'm yeah. definitely going to use that. I, I just looked at them and I'm like, you need to get out of this classroom right, right now. Uh, Did you call Moe's Tavern with that one? <laughs> Is there a D snuts here? Is there a D snuts here? Good lord. Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Get Wrecked, the only podcast anywhere in this universe or any other where two buds take turns recommending and reviewing some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. I'm, of course, your host and resident silly boy Thor, joined today, as always, by my friend and co-host. He is the real-life person that the movie Rambo was based on. It's Micah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they picked some guy so buff to play me. Yeah, I know. Hollywood at its worst right there. Uh, you're right, though, uh, as far as... as what, far that, as that uh, uh, you were the real-life inspiration for Rambo? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Put me in the trenches, folks. <laughs> Give me a knife and that's it. Dude, the um, not the last Rambo movie, but the movie prior to that, it was just called Rambo. Such a good movie. Yeah, it's, I I did see that one. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was so, it was such a graphic and intensely violent film. It was so good. There were there are not many times where I watch a movie and I go, oh, like like <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, but. Uh, let me tell you what, man. When that uh, terrorist ripped a baby out of a mother's arms and tossed it by the ankle into a burning shack, I was like, holy <laughs> crap. They're here to play. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my gosh. Jeez. A little gratuitous. A little bit, man. It's just <laughs> way too intense. No, what I was saying is you're, you're right. Um, if you go to Spotify and, and look up our podcast and then go to more like this, uh, just, Spotify just says that they can't find anything. So we are literally the only people doing this. Nice. Yeah. So 
you're 100% correct on that. Until Spotify tells us otherwise, uh, we are the only podcast doing what we yeah, do. Yeah, they can't tell us different because yeah. in all universes, we're the, <laughs> we're, the, we're the only two idiots reviewing 40-year-old Star Wars holiday specials. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everyone else is like, why would you waste your time? Yeah, it's the get wrecked theory, and it hasn't been proved <laughs> wrong yet. So um, today... We're getting into some music, some nice, gritty, uh, southern rock slash country music, which is a little bit of a turn. I'm not normally a country guy, but I did recommend The Steel Woods to I, you. I was very surprised when you recommended it and said it was country music. Yeah. And when I heard it, I was very surprised that this was uh, something you'd be into, especially like the first song. Yeah. As it went on, I was like, oh, I get it. But <laughs> yeah, um, but especially the first one on the playlist. Yeah, that was uh, is, I'm gonna love you. That one's very. It's country. That one's very country. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was surprised. So yeah, so um, so I saw these guys at the Grand Ole Opry. My brother-in-law used to be stationed in, um, in Tennessee or in Kentucky. I don't know if the base is on. It's like on the border of Tennessee and Kentucky. But he lived on the Tennessee side. And while we were there, we went to the Grand Ole Opry. And saw a whole bunch of bands playing. And a lot of it, a lot of it was like old, like polka country, like 70 year old women singing polka country music or like Conway Twitty. Polka country? Yeah, it's like country music, but it's like not, it's like old, old country. Like, I like my 90, my, my 90 year old grandmother who's since deceased would watch that type nice. of music okay. like it was that era of country music i love that shit and uh, well not yeah, not me too much but, <laughs> i but, get it i get yeah. it though it's... but it's but it's the grand Ole opry right and i don't go to tennessee there very often so um ashley's dad went with us as well and he paid for the ticket so of course i'm gonna go right it's an experience and it was a really cool time even though i wasn't crazy about a lot of the music um it was still fun to go to you know like baseball on tv boring as hell but i like going to a baseball game absolutely yeah. i'm right there with you yeah so um it was a similar ex experience kind of in that vein where it was just neat seeing these musicians play yeah and uh they might have been the last people that played the last band if not they were the second to last but dude they hit a totally different vibe when they came out like the the lead singer um the lead singer, I I could be wrong. This could be just a false memory, but I'm pretty sure. And the lead singer is this guy named Wes Bayless. Um, I'm pretty sure he had a a wheat grain in his mouth through the whole thing. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that seems pretty <laughs> right? on theme. And and he just he like he had a straw hat. One of them was in overalls. It was so cool because this music is like a. Um, it's like a, I think it might be described as outlaw country, but it's it's got like a darker tone to it a lot of times. Um, so anyway. For sure, yeah. Yeah, what did you think, Thor? What were your initial thoughts? All right, so it opened, and that first song, it, you were correct, it's called I'm Gonna Love You. Yeah. I was like, this is really country. I was like, <laughs> I did not like that one very much. And yeah. I, as it, I was like, I was like, maybe I don't know Mike as well as I thought. Because <laughs> that one felt kind of like, felt like it would be on the same playlist as like Toby Keith 
or you something so? like that, like some yeah. stadium country. Okay. All right. That's that's kind of how I felt about that one. Sure. Wasn't a huge fan. Um, and then as it went on, mm-hmm. it just kept getting more complex. Yeah. And I, I mean, I loved it. Is especially as it goes on, and I got to some of the songs in the middle of this playlist, which are they have a lot of musical influences. Yeah. And the singer, uh-huh. dude, guy can belt. Oh my gosh. He's insane. Like I understood immediately what the appeal to you was yeah. on this from the standpoint of the singer. I was like, this guy goes for it. He can wail and it's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So the the band, um, they've got three albums out. They I think that they started around 2017 is when they decided to like get together and the lead singer um is one of the like one of the founding founding members he's like one of the creative uh catalysts i don't know he he's he's pretty important another guy is this guy named jason cope who was the guitarist so the two of them they would just go like on fishing trips together and write music and i guess i guess this guy jason cope is pretty real dirty hillbillies i'm telling you dude like they're they're legit country folk but this guy jason cope i i think that he was in he's got a, a bigger name in the country in the country music scene um and he so the two of them decided let's put a band together and so they got another guy named johnny stanton as the bassist and then um, another guy named Tyler Powers on guitar. Looking at Wikipedia, I don't see a drummer listed. They have a drummer in the band, so I don't know. Maybe they just use like when they play live, they might have a drummer. Maybe like just a like know, to go on shows somebody, with them and everything. Yeah, somebody who maybe tours with them and plays. Yeah, but um, they were so impressive when I saw them that I immediately when we left, they were they were the last people. And they said that they were doing autographs. I can't imagine anybody following them. Dude. At the Grand Ole Opry. They they stood out so much. I was like, these guys are amazing. And I think that it was uh, like 2018 when when we went there. I could be wrong. Um, In fact, I probably am wrong. I'm horrible with time. My daughter was born in 2018. So it it actually might have been 2017. Might have been 2017. She was born at the beginning of 2018. So, yeah, it's probably 2017, summer of 2017. So that means their first album had just come out. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking here. It says they started in 2016. Oh, okay. Or, I mean, I guess that's probably their, like, Like when their first album came out. Sure. I would assume. Yeah. So I just was like, I told Ashley, I'm like, I want to buy that album. And I went, I bought the album, I got it signed, met the people. They were really cool guys. Oh, you got to meet them too? Yeah. yeah awesome. it, was, it, was, it was really cool. They, they were like, hey, do you want us to sign the CD jacket or do you want us to sign the CD? And I was like, mm, sign the jacket. That was a mistake. I should have had them sign the CD. Because the artwork on all of their albums is so cool. Um, so I was just kind of bummed that they, their signatures were ruining the artwork of the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. You know? I can look at the artwork online if I really want to. And then they've made two albums since. I love them. I don't like country music very much, but I, I really, really, really love this. Band. Yeah, I get that. This really isn't country music, honestly. Yeah. It definitely has, for sure, um, you said his name is Bayless, mm-hmm. Wes Bayless. Yeah. yeah. Um, he definitely sings like a country singer. Yeah. The music, I think, is a little bit more challenging 
than a traditional country music. I would honestly probably classify this as like Southern rock. Yeah. I think it definitely leans toward that direction as they, as they go on. And it is, yeah, it's, it's awesome. The guitar playing is guy can rip. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that, I think that the lead guitarist is, is the other guy, uh, Cope. Oh my gosh. I can't remember his name. Uh, Jason Cope. Jason Rowdy Cope. Yeah. Is what the Wikipedia says about him. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately he actually just died last year. Oh, wow. He's like 42 years old. Um, and he died right before their third album came out. Oh man. Yeah. Sucks. So I, I don't know from what I read, he, and it's speculative that he died from complications with diabetes, but I don't know, man, when I hear people die, I don't know if you're this way, but now when I hear people die, I'm like, I need to know how old they are and how they died. I need to know that right away. I just assume it's fentanyl and I feel like it's probably a pretty safe bet, (laughs) especially if it's an entertainer. Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's usually where I go to. I'm like, it's got to be drugs. It's it's gotta, a, yeah, but with me, it's more of bet. like, it's not like a calm. Oh, yeah, they probably died of drugs. For me, it's like a panic. Like they better have freaking died from drugs because I don't want to be close to their age. And then and people just dropping off. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be there yet. Um, so so I was like looking it up and I feel horrible as a person because I'm like, oh, complications with diabetes. Whew, I ain't got diabetes. Yeah, yeah no, it <laughs> makes exactly sense. It. Like, like, the dude's obviously a great musician, and he's, like I said, he's pretty well known in, like, the country era or area, like, that scene. Um, obviously, it's it's tragic that he died, especially so young, 42. That's that's really young. Yeah, to, that, that's a loss of a true talent. I yeah. mean, based on what I've heard of this music, I mean, that's... Yeah. That dude could rip. All right, so if... Um, if you weren't crazy about the first album or the first song, um, were what were some songs that jumped out to you? Because because um, the collection that I gave you spanned all three of their albums. Yeah, I did notice that. And and I tried to give you stuff that um, I tried to mix. Like I tried to give you an even dosage of each album. I didn't want to be really heavy with one or the other. Some of the ones are like a straw in the wind was pretty cool. Oh yeah. The, Strong, and that's the name of one of the albums, mm-hmm. right? So, the thing I liked about that one, yeah, was do you remember that song by Everlast in the 90s? Then you really might know what it's like. Oh, yeah, where basically that whole song is just him telling different, like, screwed up stories of mm-hmm. people, like a guy, like, being a criminal, basically kind of showing you, like. The other side of the coin when you judge somebody as being like a you know, like a bad person, it's like maybe this it's just explaining like this is the tough situation that person was in. Sure. So basically they're just showing you like the dregs of society, each versus like somebody who has something bad going on in their life. Yeah. This is like the white trash version of that. <laughs> <laughs> right because <laughs> it's a story of like a girl whose dad works in a coal mine he's pretty nice until he gets drunk gets drunk and then he comes home and like yeah. hits their mom and yeah. stuff like that like I, it's I, I love yeah and the lyrics are like the lyrics really for me describing him to his country i think the lyrics are a big part of it for me because there's a lot like he 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 drinks and he gets a bit rough but he's not he's good to the kids and his crop he sells them at fair trade. Yeah. <laughs> he sells fair trade. Yeah, no. I mean, that's country 101, man. Great storytelling. These guys have that. Dude, these guys have a great ability to tell a narrative through a story. Yeah, so I liked I liked that one. 
Um, music wise, I can't think of the name of the song, but there in there's a couple where they'll have these these kind of like breakdowns in the middle. Yeah. Um, musical breakdowns where it almost sounds like it has like metal influence almost where it, yeah. where it'll start going like bump 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 and then it kind of like cuts back into like country rock. Uh-huh. And it, it's interesting how they span different musical genres. It actually reminded me a little bit of Arion that we listened oh, to yeah, Rob. Yeah, sure. Just in how much of a range of music spanned. Well, did you did you see? Um, so the last two songs on the on the playlist that I put were a song called "Hole in the Sky" and then another one called "Changes." Mm-hmm. Did you recognize that they were covers? I recognized "Changes." Yeah, I didn't care for "Changes" that much. Yeah, it was a country version of yeah. "Changes." Yeah, I like the original a lot. By Black Sabbath. Is it by Black Sabbath? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say I don't even know yeah. who exactly it's by. Yeah. Um, the one I think of off the top of my head is the version at the beginning of the show Big Mouth on okay. Netflix. Yeah. Um, but in any case, I didn't I didn't love changes. Okay. Just because it felt like with a cover, I want them to either take it to a whole new space. Okay. Or if you're gonna do it pretty close to the original, you gotta just knock it out of the park way better. So you, and I I felt like it was just too in the middle for me. Okay. To be a to be a huge Gotcha. That so the, the genre change wasn't enough to like really yeah, separate it for yeah. you? Yeah, okay. I still felt like it sounded pretty close to the original. They just... Yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't love it, but... Okay. I mean, hole, still hole done in, well. Hole in the Sky, I didn't even know this, um, but Hole in the Sky is evidently also a Black Sabbath cover. Okay. So, so you saying that they've got some metal influence? It's definitely there, dude. Yeah, makes sense. It's definitely... Because, I mean... And those are on two different albums that they decided to do the... Yeah. Oh, you know what song I really liked? Hmm. Rock That Says My Name. Oh my gosh, what a good song. Because, oh. for uh, once again, great storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's also... That whole song is about, like, his relationship with God and death. Yeah. And even though that's not necessarily necessarily my cup of tea, and I'm not typically, like, looking for that in music... Sure. Um. It's just, it's a very powerful song, and that's the one that closes with this old Southern preacher, yeah, uh, saying uh, which I, what I'm assuming is a a verse from the Bible, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's yeah, it, just talking about getting into the kingdom of heaven and not having any any worries or any uh, you know any yeah. issues and that type of stuff. That, that yeah. song is beautiful, and the way it ends is so unlike all the other ones. Yeah, like it's. They're not really, I wouldn't call them experimental yeah. in any way. Right. But that kind of had like an experimental feel to it. Like just closing a track out with an yeah. old Southern <laughs> an old preacher, Southern preacher. Bible verse. And it went so well. And like that song was, that song's incredible. And also it's just, I love lyrically instead of calling it a tombstone or calling it a headstone, the rock that says my name. Like, I think, I think it's just so cool and it's very folksy and yeah, it just hit the nail on the head. I love that song. Yeah. They've got a lot of really good turn to phrases in, in the, in the, their music that they do. I love their lyrics. I, I think what really draws me to them, honestly, I think you're just as, you know, you're really starting to peg down my style because this dude's singing voice Oh my gosh, it draws me in. It draws me in so much. That with the guitar 
Like this guy can sing and it's got a little bit of a twang, um, but it's not egregious. I don't think like yeah. it's, it's there and it's noticeable, but I think that he uses it in a really nice way. And boy, can this guy wail and he can sing some melodies. Yeah. Like, he's clearly got talent. Dude, it, yeah, his vocal range is insane. He goes all over. He has this sweet, sultry voice sometimes, and then he is just, just belling it out in some of the other ones. And the music, and the music complements it so well because it'll. A lot of what they do that I really like is their music will build. It'll build and build and build, mm-hmm. and then it will kind of culminate with him wailing, and the guitars going, and all the music like just comes crashing in like it's yeah it's it's good stuff um it kind of not necessarily the style uh of music but that kind of building nature reminds me a little bit of mumford and sons they do a lot of that where the song starts out and it's just like a singer and a guitarist and then as it goes on like more people get involved in the song as it goes for sure yeah i could definitely get mumford vibes from this yeah i don't think that it's in the same vein the the music or the singer is very very different in my opinion but it kind of has that building well uh, yeah they're a bunch of feeling like dorky irishmen (laughs) (laughs) these guys are some like these guys you want to go have a beer with them. They oh, seem absolutely. like they party. Like oh, yeah. They have a good time. They probably drink and play with guns at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't doubt that oh, at yeah. all. Yeah. So, um, but Mumford and Sons, they wear like bow ties yeah. and suspenders and stuff. It's like, yeah, go goofballs, <laughs> go to some artisanal pickle shop. And <laughs> you probably, hipster, you yeah. hipster dorks. They probably buy moonshine from a corporate company. <laughs> So, so when, um, when I recommended this to you, I think off the microphone, I said that there was a a story in here that spanned a bunch of songs. Did you happen to, I I was looking for it. I couldn't, I assumed Mm -hmm. that it was Della Jane's heart. Yeah. Anna Lee and Red River. Yep. And then one of the ones before or after that without you or you're cold. Uh, Yes, yeah, they so, all kind of felt like connected, or at sure. least they kind of ran the same thread of yeah. uh, concept. Anyway, yeah. you got a lot of them. Um, so the cool thing is, I we love concept stuff, like conceptual stuff on Get Wrecked. Man, that's it. Just seems to be our jam. Conceptual and uh, <clears throat> anti, uh, post-apocalyptic. That's that's, that's <laughs> yeah. really our vibe around here. It really is right now. This was by accident, though, because I started liking these guys, and I didn't even realize that um, that there was this narrative that spans three albums, and they're not a concept band. It's just that they did a couple of songs on each album that tells a big story. Um, so the whole album isn't a concept story. It's not a narrative. Okay. Just a couple of songs per. And... And you're right. It does. It starts with Della Jane's Heart, which is from their first album. Okay. And that's it on on that one. So it just starts and it's a song. So when I first heard Della Jane's Heart, it was just a song to me. And it's, you know, that song is about a woman who um, sneaks out in the middle of the night to find her her love who they meet in the, you know, pitch black of, uh, of dark under the moon. And he ends up telling her that he's like, you know what? I don't love you. And I'm planning on leaving town and I'm, I'm leaving with Anna Lee. 
Oh, okay. Um, so so the, the lyrics in Della Jane's heart was, his blindsiding words of his new love for Anna Lee filled her with rage as he told her of their plans to leave. And so the whole song is basically about her being heartbroken. And Oops, so now would be a good time. Pause this. Listen to Della Jane's heart. Come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now so, that you listen to it, welcome back. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just a really awesome song. And honestly, that's one of my favorite songs off that first album. The, the story then picks up on the next album, um, which is with the song Anna Lee. And okay. so that is almost like a... Um, narratively it happens before and it's this guy talking to Anna Lee this time and he's saying Anna Lee I think I want to leave this town and he so he's he's making these plans to go with her um and then the chorus is Anna Lee I told another that I loved her but I was wrong and before we leave once more I'll see her to tell her that by dawn we'll be gone okay yeah, I know that one. Yes, so, I like that one. So that's him. He That's them making plans. And then he's off to go tell Della Jane that, you know, it's over um, and okay. that he's skipping town. Okay, so Anna Lee is the prequel. Correct. Right, yeah. So pause. Go listen to Anna Lee. Come on back. Now you're back. <laughs> now you're back. And if you continued to listen to the next song on that album called Red River, uh, The Fall of Jimmy Sutherland, um, that's the very next song. And that's that's just the instrumental. It's just the like two minutes instrumental. How, how did you feel about that one? Because uh, it's the only instrumental in the whole in the whole thing. Full disclosure, I thought it was just part of the other song. Exactly. Because because so. <laughs> once I I pulled up this list. Yeah. Uh, on my computer in the office at work. Mm -hmm. I hit play and then I went and worked. Sure. So I didn't, <laughs> so yeah, I didn't realize red river was just an instrumental. Yeah. It's just an instrumental. Uh, so that's why I'm saying folks at home, if you just kept listening, that's why, uh, cause it is just an instrumental, but, um, Jimmy Sutherland is the guy who's, who is, uh, he's the male character in this narrative. Okay. All right. So that's it for that album. Then it's just those two songs. And really it's only one song and an instrumental. Not that instrumental songs aren't songs, but... But it complements and it's part of it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so like telling the story. So then it jumps into uh, their third album. There's a song called You're Cold, like Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, You Are Cold. And that song is all about the events that happened and transpired between the two of them in the middle of the night. Because in Della Jane's heart, basically, the chorus is um, says something like a sliver of light cuts through the dark and the moonlight shines on Della Jane's heart. And basically, you hear that he's saying that they're leaving and then she is carrying the, the weight of her world um, down to the riverbed and gets in, gets in the knee, uh, gets in the mud and prays. Right. Yeah. So. That's all the details that you get into. Well, this dives deeper into what actually happened. And so he's telling her the plans the, to leave. And she looks at him and says, basically, you're not leaving. And she kills him. Oh, shit. In I the, didn't even. OK, I didn't yeah. even catch that. So she kills him in the middle of the night and then drags him down to the riverbed. Um, and so when when in the first song when it said that the weight of her world was heavy as lead 
So she dragged it all down to the old riverbed. I don't know if they intended this, but I now listening to this song was like, oh, she's literally dragging him like and hiding the body type of thing. And then she's praying to God because she just did this awful thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's intense. And so because that one, I assumed the whole you're cold was like you're so like heartless. I didn't even catch the fact that she killed him. Yeah. So it started the first time that he sings the chorus. That's exactly what it is, is um, she's like, you're you're cold being being that he's heartless. Yeah. The second time that it's sung, it's your cold being that like it's a corpse. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's intense. That's pretty cool. I'm going to have to re-listen now because that was one of my coming into this. You had told me off mic that, yeah, there's like a story that exists in this. Yeah. And I was like, I know I'm I could only listen so much because I didn't sit down and like read the lyrics and listen, listen. Yeah. So I was like, I think I have an idea of where the story kind of falls yeah but i'm not 100 percent certain and i know i'm going to need some illumination on yeah. what actually happened yeah so um so the last song in the story is you never came home which is the next track off of this album and that is from now annalise perspective correct it's from Annalise's perspective. She's basically packed up. She's ready to go. Because remember, he was just going to go tell Della Jane. And then he yeah. was coming back and they were leaving. God damn you, Della Jane. <laughs> you stabbed me. Yeah. Yeah. So so the that's that you never came home is, is from Della Jane's. I'm sorry, not Della Jane's. It's Annalise's perspective. God, it really is a fucking hillbilly Dude. opera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got Annalise, you got Della Jane, and you got Jimmy Sutherland. Um <laughs> But when I recognized um, the song Anna Lee, I was like, holy crap. Like that, that sparked. And I'm like, that's from Della Jane's heart. And before any of this happened, again, I didn't realize that there was a murder involved. Like, Cause this was their second album and none of that's revealed until the third. So you kind of like discovered this all organically. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It was so, <laughs> So intense. I had such a crazy epiphany. And once I once I found like three songs, because then um, then when Your Cold came out, I'm like, oh, this is definitely like this has to be part of it. Um, but I didn't catch uh, You Never Came Home and I didn't catch Red River. The, all of that was it was part of it. So I did look it up after after I kind of started piecing it together because I thought maybe there's more. Maybe the band has talked about it. Dude, that's so fun. It's like figuring out a mystery yeah. and you got you have all their songs like up on a wall with red <laughs> string connecting yeah. them like it doesn't make sense i'm missing something <laughs> what's going on with jimmy sutherland where's the fall of jimmy sutherland <laughs> just just like the dude from uh from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> pepe sylvia yeah just <laughs> just going nuts do you know sorry quick aside do you get that joke the Pepe Sylvia thing? I don't. Okay, so for those of you, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. If you haven't watched it, what are you doing? We're not going to review it on here. Go fucking watch It's Always Sunny. <laughs> it's so good. In any case, Charlie and Mac, they get a job because they lose their health insurance. So they have to get a job. And Charlie's working in the mail room at this big company. Okay. And he's supposed to be the guy delivering mail. 
and he's just smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee and he had he isn't sleeping because the mail just keeps coming and he's yeah. supposed to sort it and there's this scene where max like dude everybody's complaining you're not delivering the mail what's going on and he's like ah oh, mac i'm telling you i'm telling you it's all a scheme it's all it's a shell corporation look i keep getting all this mail pepe sylvia pepe sylvia there is no pepe i asked i asked karen i said karen where's pepe and there's like pepe doesn't work here she's not real <laughs> they're all made up it all so the whole joke to that is pepe sylvia he keeps getting all this mail for pepe sylvia yeah and pepe sylvia doesn't work there Charlie can't read. <laughs> they live in Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. <laughs> that's hysterical. So all the mail says Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. And he's like, it's Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> it makes that scene so much funnier. Yeah. Once you realize that gosh. it's because he can't read. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. That's hysterical. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh my gosh, what a show. My so, wife my wife does not care for that show at all. I I get it. I don't yeah. I mean I've got to take it in small I, doses. I don't, I don't I don't agree, but I get it. Yeah. I gotta take it in small doses. Sometimes Charlie gets a little bit much for me. But yeah, man. That's that's hysterical. <laughs> that's funny. I did not know that at all. But yeah, so that's what but still Back to the original point. Yeah. <laughs> That's you with this. <laughs> it absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Um, yeah, dude. In fact, when I found that out, um, when I got back from Tennessee, uh, our buddy Zach McCrary from the Comics That We Love podcast, he and I share music quite a bit. And so I was like, dude, you got to check this band out. Um, and that was back when I first heard of them. How did so, he like it? Oh, he loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Zach's really into like dark stuff if it's dark content he'll love it so the fact that it was um like darker kind of twangy country he was he was he was all about that but then when i told him about the um about the out the the storyline the narrative within all of them it was one of those things where like at one in the morning i was like dude you gotta listen to these songs in this order and he didn't get back to me for like he, he goes okay i'll i'll listen to it at work tomorrow and i'm like you better I'll bug you about it. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I needed... It was one of those things where I had this epiphany, and I just needed somebody to understand. Yeah, I, I needed it. someone to understand, and I was like, Zach's, Zach's the only person that I know that, like, likes this band, possibly to the degree that I do. So, because I showed I showed Ashley, and she goes, oh, yeah, that's really neat. And I'm like, no, it's it's more than... It's more than just neat, like this is spanning years. Yeah, I was I was going a little bit like, nuts. They left breadcrumbs, yeah. <laughs> and I followed them. Exactly, I found the breadcrumbs. <laughs> You're not recognizing that I found the breadcrumbs. <laughs> so, wives are so good at that. Like, they really are. Yeah, <laughs> I love like, her to death. So, ex- I like. I'm so excited about this, and they're like, oh, that's cool. I guess. Yeah. And it's like, I need you to be on the same level as yeah. me. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, just to, to go along with that, after our episode with Rob and when I told you guys about my whole blockbuster idea. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I mentioned it to Ashley. And I was like, yeah, I uh, I told the guys about the blockbuster idea. And, <laughs> and, and she, she, without missing a beat, all right, 
She's walking. She doesn't stop while she's talking. She opens the door to, to the basement and she just goes, you could just buy them for five bucks at Walmart and just keeps <laughs> walking down the steps. <laughs> like you just, you just crushed my dreams there. Uh, uh, Ashley dream crusher. Yeah. Last name. Yeah. I had to, <laughs> I had to la- laugh at that quite a bit. Anyway, steel woods. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that they come out with another album and I want a full on revenge tale of Annalie just gunning down Della Jane. Oh man, that'd be very cool. That's how I would like it to end. Yeah. That's that's what I'm hoping for. But if another album does come in again, uh, with the death of their guitarist, I don't know. You know, sometimes that just ends a band. Yeah. Especially when a founding member member of it um does and he like he was a pivotal it it'd be like it'd be like the Beatles continuing after Lennon's death. I don't know if you could do it. Yeah. You know, it, it's not like it's not like he was just a, oh, let's bring yeah. this guy in for guitars. There, there are some bands who can do it, like Metallica did it, but then there are some that can't. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that is that is a shame. Um, I am glad you mentioned I asked if Zach liked it and you're like, yeah, he likes dark stuff. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I love about this is not just lyrically some mm-hmm. of that dark stuff, um, but musically. This is, it is definitely, like I said, I would consider it Southern rock. Yeah. But it definitely has a much darker tone than a lot of other Southern rock. Yeah. They play a lot of, we talked about this off mic before we started recording. We were talking about a different band and I was telling you how much I like kind of like a bluegrass or, or kind of like old time country music when it's. Uh, infused with a lot of minor scales Mm -hmm. and these guys play a lot of minor scales and for non-music people that's just a major scale in music kind of sounds happy and then minor scales tend to sound more like somber and dark Mm -hmm. and they do a lot a lot of their music it just musically feels dark yeah and it feels uh, a little bit more mysterious yeah yeah i I really feel like they're they're good at evoking just I don't know. I don't know if emotion is the way to go. They there's just depth in the music. I feel like I listen to it and there's just a lot there to take in. I don't know really how else to say it. Have you ever listened to these albums with headphones on? Oh yeah. There's a lot going on. They do a lot of which I really appreciate playing with the left right balance mm, yeah. and they'll have just one guitar part coming out of the right side and then everything else coming out of the left side yeah and i noticed that a number of times yeah so not only musically what they're playing is it technically very complex especially for southern rock but the engineering side too, like the actual production of it, mm-hmm. they're doing these interesting, complex things. And you know what? I think they might be experimental between this story you were saying, yeah, uh, that faded out outro of a fucking of, of, of a, a preacher, preacher, old preacher. Uh, some of the mixing techniques they use and the playing with that left-right balance and stuff like that, yeah. They got a little bit experimental in them. Yeah, they they really do. Yeah, they're they're solid, man. I I've been listening to them 
a lot recently. I get into into vibes where I just want to listen to a band. And for the last probably two months, I've just been listening to these guys. So with that, did you listen to anything else other than this playlist, or did you just? Did no, you just I just listened listen to, to this playlist because I waited too long to start, and then gotcha. <laughs> and then okay. I, I was like, I want to listen to it a number of times, and honestly, I would like to listen to it a couple times more. Yeah, I will say, I I really like this music for I played it at the gym today. Oh yeah, and I mostly listened to it while I was working as well, while okay. I was driving. This is great music to do stuff to. Yeah. Like, it has, like, a nice, like, pumped-up vibe to it mm-hmm. uh, that keeps you moving. Yeah. They they so. do do softer stuff, um, but I, I didn't want... To be honest, I didn't want you to get bored with, with, <laughs> with, um, with some of the slower songs. Like, I thought about putting one in. I actually had one in there, but I just took it out because I tried to give you a good range of what these guys do and i feel like these this collection of of 16 songs gives you a a real good idea as far as what they are as a band and their slow songs are just as authentic and they're they're just as deep but they're kind of rare and in between and um like they're okay but i think what this band does really really well is the stuff that is on this jam out yeah. man yeah, yeah for sure yeah. Yeah. No. You made a great work playlist. For awesome. Me. Like I will definitely listen to this again at work. <clears throat> Good man. It's. Uh, I. I was surprised at how putting the playlist together. I initially thought that I didn't care for their second album, which is called Old News. I. I was like, I don't really care for that album as much as the other two. I've got more songs on with <laughs> that album uh, than any other ones. I think. I actually had to tone it down. Oh really? Yeah. So so making the playlist made me realize. Oh no, I actually really enjoy that that album quite a bit. Cool. How did you feel about the well? That song uh, from the Straw on the Wind album. Um, I definitely like that one. That's one of the more somber, like dark ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I really like that one. It felt definitely different than some of the other ones. I think. Yeah. So that one was one of the slower ones. Um. And I felt like if I put that one on, it would give you kind of an idea of how they approached this slower type of music. Um, so I was just curious because based on based on that, that would kind of give you an indicator on that one. Definitely feels real Mumfordy. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. Like it was kind of had like, well, basically anything that's not like screaming electric guitar <laughs> is basically going to kind of yeah feels Mumfordy. These guys, I'm trying to think of if they had a drummer because Mumford and Sons, like they just have that dude with the bass drum, right? Do they do any other type of drumming? I, th- I feel like it's just that guy. I don't guy. think so. No. Yeah, he's just got that. He's just got the kicker, and he's, yeah, he's and he's he's kicking while he's playing guitar or something. Um, these guys, I think, have a little bit more than that. But you're right, dude. When they jam, oh my gosh, I freaking love the fact that they can just sit down and jam for a bit. Yeah, it's. It's awesome. If you if you like this, um, I got a couple recommendations that you probably be into. Yeah. Similar. Um, Jason Isbell and the Three Hundred Unit. Haven't heard, you ever them. heard of them. No. Nope. They're very cool. Uh, Marcus King, the Marcus King Band. Uh, I can't say that I've heard of that Mar- either. Marcus King is wild. He's like twenty yeah. something. He's like a young guy and. He has a voice like 
it's like so, like you don't just get a voice you don't learn how to sing like that he, it was like put in him from, yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and he can wail on the guitar cool he's pretty wild i'll have to check them out all right man so if you had to if you had to rate this where do you think we we'd put it i think i'm gonna go what do you think good scale for this would be um how about we do one out of ten redneck love triangles okay (laughs) (laughs) seems seems good you weren't expecting that no no i wasn't i was thinking like moonshine bottles or something seemed pretty fitting um on a scale of redneck love triangles let's go geez i think i'm gonna go eight yeah maybe seven seven or eight yeah I w- I'm going to say seven for now, but I want to listen to more of their catalog, too. Because okay. what I heard, I really enjoyed. Yeah. I don't know if it's something I would listen to a lot. Sure. So it's definitely something I will listen to again, for sure. Okay. And especially now, those songs, I want to go down and like... Oh, dude. I'm telling you. Once you... Once you... Like, and I'll use the Spotify thing where it shows you the lyrics so I can oh, actually yeah. read along. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's such a cool feature on Spotify. I love that about Spotify, and that's about it. That's about all I love about Spotify. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I I hate that you can't just choose what you want to listen to on your phone unless you're paying for it. I don't get it. I don't get that you can do that on the desktop, but you can't do it on the phone. It doesn't make any sense to me. At all. <laughs> Irritates the heck out of me. Oh, I know. I know. <sighs> oh, it gets me. It gets my blood going. So, anyway... Um, that's the Steel Woods, folks. It's it's a nice uh, southern rock slash little bit of country in there. It's got some dark vibes, some dark feels, whole lot of soul, and a whole lot of authenticity. Um, if you're into that type of stuff, you should definitely check them out. Yeah, for sure. If you like anything, even remotely, I mean, these guys span, they kind of have parts that sound bluegrassy. They have parts that just straight up sound like blues. Oh, that's a song I really like. Uh something with blue in the name something out of the blue oh yeah yeah i like that one because it's very it's very bluesy i mean it's kind of it's kind of on the nose he's like i've seen red (laughs) and i've seen white and i've i've had the blues or something like that and it's very a little bit of the blue sound kind of like like government mule almost yeah very i liked that one a lot of the ones where they really jam because that's i'm not a huge southern rock fan but i love blues music and i love like bluegrass music okay so the ones that kind of fell closer to that end of the spectrum i really loved those ones okay the ones that kind of were more country kind of had more of a country vibe those ones i i kind of was a little less high on okay yeah see with um with the very first song the i'm gonna love you song i freaking love that track really i love it yeah i don't know exactly why because it, it is it's definitely leans more towards country Um, but I think I like the cadence of him singing and I just enjoy the notes that he hits. Uh, it's honestly fun to sing along to. I think that might be part of it. I can see that. Uh, It's a lot of fun to sing along to. I would love to do some karaoke of the steel woods. Boy, howdy, would I love great karaoke band for sure. You've got to be able to sing, which you can. I've heard you, you can you can definitely sing. That would be such a fun, fun thing to sing. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. So anyway, 
Steelwoods, folks. You should you should take a listen. Um, next week, Thor. What you got for me? What are we getting into? Alrighty, so next week, I got I got one for you. You've probably heard songs by these people before. Okay. I'm gonna attempt to change your mind because I feel like people have preconceived notions about this band based on like their two or three hit songs that everyone has played to death a million times. Are you going to make me listen to Weezer? Uh, no, I'm going to make you listen to Sublime. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. I think I've been on record saying that I am not a Sublime fan. Most. So here's the thing is Sublime admittedly it's lifestyle music. You know what I mean? Like people (laughs) see you got a sublime t-shirt and stuff. You're like, that dude's a stoner. Yeah. Like it kind of has that. It, it has a well-earned reputation (laughs) as like stoner music. Sure. And here's the thing is the songs. Everybody knows Santeria and what I got, Mm -hmm. you know, those two songs are like, have been played out, played to death. They're their worst songs. Oh yeah. And they're their two biggest hits. Uh, okay. All right. I don't. Admittedly, I don't know anything I, else about. I think them. Sublime has a lot more depth to them. Okay. Than people give them credit for. All right. Um, All right. This is a. This is a. Uh... And I'm just gonna give you one of their. I'm gonna give you one of their albums. Okay. And it is, I would say, their least well-known album. Okay. The album is called Robin the Hood. <laughs> okay. <All laughs> okay. Right. So, just a quick. Uh, they had two albums on produced through like record companies, like all made in the studio. Right. Robin the Hood was made between their first album and then their third album, which the third album was the one that had what I got in Santa Maria is a very polished, you know, album. And that's the one where they got, you know, their success off. Of. Okay. Their two hit songs were on that one. Robin the Hood, the majority of the album was recorded on an eight-track recorder in people's living rooms uh, across California. Huh. A very young Gwen Stefani is on the album at one point. Interesting. That's very interesting. So if you you had to describe what kind of music does Sublime make? What kind of music? Yeah. If you had it, like, what genre? I think Sublime makes bullshit faux reggae music that stoners want to listen to and call it reggae. Okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's fair. That's fair based on, like, (laughs) if you only heard heard one or two songs, like, for sure, that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, that's what that's what that's where my brain is. So right Robin now. the Hood kinda is like I said, it's mostly self-produced. Okay. It's definitely I you might hate it. I, I, I think I, that's a very real possibility. <laughs> I'm also sorry but, if anybody listening to this likes Sublime. I apologize. No, no, but, I I th- I think it's fair yeah. to feel that way. Like I said, they got a reputation. Yeah. And like you say, if somebody comes to my favorite band is Sublime, you're like, oh, you're fucking, you're a stoner for sure. Do you they, know what I mean? It has preconceived notions attached yeah. to it. That's fair. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I mean, hey, we'll listen to it. And uh, this and- this album, it's it's just very unique. There are def- there's definitely some skits in there, which <laughs> uh, my cousin Michelle gosh. loves. But it was the early nineties. <laughs> cool all right i'm looking for this um, this, but this is <laughs> they're a little bit <laughs> those are my favorite so, parts 
like I said, Sublime had they released three albums. Yeah. This one was in the middle. It's their most unique. I don't necessarily think it's their best. Okay. But this this album is just it's very unique, and I think it'll give us a lot to talk about. Oh boy. Um, and I think it won't be what you're what expecting, I'm expecting. Expecting. All right. Well. So. Cool. I mean, I I'm gonna listen to it, and and I will I'll let you know what I think. If it's if it's a whole bunch of quick like with with bullshit reggae tones going in the background, we'll see. <laughs> okay. I, I also legitimately I judge things by their artwork 100 percent of oh. the time, and so when I see Sublime T-shirts, I hate it. Look up Robin the Hood. Just look at like you got your computer in front. Yeah. Can you pull it up? Yeah. We'll close yeah, yeah, the program. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just look up the art for Robin the Hood. Sublime. Let's let's go ahead. Sublime. And I fucking hate that song. Robin. I. The Hood. At least the Hood is spelled with an E and not a. <laughs> what is <laughs> that's the album cover? That? It's just some random. It's just dude. some dude. <laughs> Just some random ugly. He's missing. Is he missing a tooth? I believe so. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's horrible. So if you haven't <laughs> looked at this album cover, um, it's just at it's just Sublime, the band name in like a typewriter font, and then under it is a out of focus the uh, picture with a dude making a weird. It looks like somebody who's laughing. And he doesn't have a tooth. And then underneath that, in what looks to be it, this looks, this text looks like somebody tried to type or to write Robin the Hood with a mouse, like with a computer mouse. Like they tried to write it with a computer. That's what this looks this like. This album is very DIY. It's cool. not polished. Cool. It's, yeah. It's the roots of their music yeah i mean it says self-produced four track home recordings right there at the bottom yeah all literally right. just across people's living rooms across california all right i'm liking this this is gonna be fun <laughs> <laughs> i genuinely think you might hate it but i also thought that with with everything else i've recommended yeah and you know, I think you we know, I think we do a good job of trying to at least, even if it's something we don't love, at least give sure. it something a fair shake. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it'll surprise you at the very least. You certainly have no idea what you're getting into. I cool. assure you. Is it's this not? A- it's not what I got, and it's not Santa Maria. It's definitely. <laughs> right. It's a far it's different than that. Far different from those. Yeah. Is this also another album? Forty ounce to freedom. Forty ounces to freedom. Is that? Yeah, a- that was their first album. That was okay. I hate the artwork of that one too. It's like a sun that has a weird mosaic like mushroom forehead and its nose is a skeleton i am not a fan of that that album is also very good as well (laughs) fuck you thor i don't believe you at all (laughs) (laughs) like i said robin the hood is the most interesting cool all right all right robin the hood we're gonna listen to robin the hood by sublime uh, you guys should absolutely listen to that album too, um, because if I'm doing this, you should as well. I think you'll like it better than Crass. Okay, and you'll definitely like it better than the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> <laughs> that's our new. That's our benchmark right there. Of do we not like it? 
how does it relate to the Star Wars holiday special? Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I am sure that I am going to have an experience listening to this. Um, Just based on the artwork and based on what I know about Sublime, I would be surprised if I like the music, but let's let's give it a go. I'm up for giving it a go. (laughs) That's that's what we're here for. Right. Um, And we'll we'll take a look. If you think if you think I'm going to be surprised, then I am looking forward to being surprised. I'll say that. So and if if you can convince or if you can show me something about Sublime so that I don't immediately dismiss Sublime because I immediately dismiss Sublime. Yeah, well, and maybe this album is the wrong one, but <laughs> like I said, it's the most interesting. It's okay. it's unique. So it, it's another one. You've never heard anything like it. Cool. All right. Well, that's exciting to me at the very least. All right. So there you have it, folks. Next week, Sublime, uh, Robin the Hood. You should listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. And, um, I'm going to listen to it, too. Oh, good. Good. Then we'll have something <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> um, all right, then. Uh, until next time, folks. As always. You get wrecked out there. Stay wrecked. Yeah. Good night, everyone.